You're listening to the Ideal Life Club podcast, episode four. Welcome to the Ideal Life Club podcast, where it's all about fast-tracking your ideal life. Join your host, life coach, and author of The Happiness Habits Transformation, Michelle Reeves, for inspiration and practical tips to finally claim success on your terms with clarity, confidence, and the courage to unleash your passion on the world. I'm Michelle Reeves and welcome back to the Ideal Life Club podcast. Now in today's episode I'd like to talk a bit more about one of the beliefs in the manifesto that I shared with you in episode one. But before I do I have a couple of exciting things to share with you. So you probably know that my book The Happiness Habits Transformation came out this month and I'm really excited to be doing a launch event in London in Fulham at Nomad Books this Saturday the 2nd of February at 6.30pm. It would be amazing to see you there. Free tickets are still available on Eventbrite and I will put a link in the show notes if you'd like to come along. Also, I've got an event coming up with a really good friend of mine. Zaz from Yoga with Zaz is running a one-day retreat in London on the 9th of March. And I'm going to be joining her to do a very special vision boarding and intention setting workshop. It's going to be a fantastic day. I really hope you can join us. Again, I'll put a link in the show notes if you'd like to take a look. Now... If you remember, in episode one, I talked about the Ideal Life Club Manifesto, which is a series of beliefs that we hold as truths in our heart. And manifesto truth number one says, we believe that it's okay to feel like something's missing from our lives. We forgive ourselves for feeling resentful, lost and less than, and take the time to design the way we want to feel instead. That something missing is often the honouring of our passions and living with a sense of purpose. We're so busy meeting everyone else's needs, we lose sight of what makes us want to jump out of bed in the morning. Often we think that our purpose and our passion comes from something outside of us. So we look to our career, our husband, our partner, our roles in life, or perhaps our experiences to fulfil us. We might look at other people and see that they have a lot of passion about what they do or that they appear to be very purposeful and intentional in their lives. And we say to ourselves, I want to feel that way. Perhaps I'll do what they're doing. And so we change jobs or we retrain. We try to capture some of that magic that we see in others. But as Steve Jobs very wisely pointed out, that's really living somebody else's life. Because here's the thing, it's not our job's job to fulfil us. It's not our husband or partner's job to fulfil us. It's not our business's job even to fulfil us. It's not our summer holiday's job. It's not even motherhood's job to fulfil us. Why? Well, because if we only feel fulfilled by external things, then when those things go wrong or get taken away, we lose ourselves in the process. Instead, it's our job to fulfil ourselves. It's our job to realise and create our own purpose and passions in life and to commit to living our lives in a way that celebrates and honours them. 
Now, by definition, passion is a strong feeling of enthusiasm or excitement for something or about doing something. It's, it's an inward-facing emotion. It's the what in our lives. So, for example, I'm completely passionate about personal development. I live and breathe it. I'm always studying new ways to grow into the next version of myself. I could bore you crazy about personal development. Believe me. If you take a look at the bookshelf in my office, 90% of the books there are about personal development in some shape or form. Now, purpose is the reason that something exists or happens. It's the why in our lives. It's usually but not always outward facing. It's the purpose that drives us forward. So the purpose that drives me forward every day is to inspire, empower and motivate myself and other women to live intentionally and to recognise and release their own special brand of magic, to know deep inside themselves they're special and worthy and brilliant and they have so much to give to the world and to do that with clarity and confidence and courage and consistency. Finding the how that combines and honours our what with our why can be a lifelong journey for so many of us. So when I was a child, I wanted to be a writer or a teacher. I loved to learn and write, read and paint. When I was a teenager, I wanted to be an artist or an aerobics instructor. And when I left school, I wanted to study psychology. And then when I left university, I wanted to work in public relations and then marketing and then management. And I wanted to become a mother, then run my own business, creating content and now running my business as a life coach. All these diverse aspirations, roles and experiences, they've all taught me skills and lessons along the way. And they were all different. But with each one, I built on the skills from the last, leading me onwards towards something new. And just as we grow and evolve throughout our lives, our purpose and passions can ebb and flow. We pause them, we restart them, we adapt them. But often if we look closely, there's often a series of threads that connect them all. For me, those threads are my passion for personal development, learning and growing myself and others, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. My passion for creating and my passion for sharing or teaching what I've learned to help others. So when I feel at my happiest, I'm allowing those passions into my life, into my day. And when I feel out of balance, there's a good chance I'm not. They're not the roles that I play in life. There's something deeper within me. And if I look inside myself, I've always known that these were my passions. I haven't always honoured them or prioritised them or even acknowledged their importance, but I always come back to them eventually. Now, that doesn't mean I don't love other things. Music, laughter, yoga, running, theatre, scuba diving, roller skating or having a delicious head massage. All these things make me happy and feed my soul. But they don't dominate my thoughts. They don't make me jump out of bed in the morning to get to my desk. I feel very blessed that I can weave my passions together with my purpose. Everything I've experienced in my life so far, I believe has led to this point. All the successes, all the challenges, and everything in between. And this in itself could be a lesson I'm learning which will shape some future purpose. But right now, this is what drives me and this is what excites me. So how about you? What are your passions? What are the things that you think about at some point every day, even if you can't exercise them? 
They excite you, they absorb you. Time passes quickly with them. And this is because our passions are closely linked to flow, that state of intense absorption when we forget ourselves and our surroundings. So take a few moments to consider these questions. If you had all the money in the world, how would you spend your time? What would your perfect day look like? What do you find really easy because you love doing it? What do you love to talk to other people about? What would you do or aim for if you knew there was no way that you could fail? What strengths and skills and expertise do you have? What makes time fly for you? What puts you into a flow state? And if you were stranded on a desert island and your food, water, shelter and safety was taken care of and that you knew if you were going to be rescued in five days, what things would you want to be able to do? Now, let's look at, for a moment at what really matters. I'm going to take a moment to think about something most of us try not to think about, our own mortality. And I hear you, we're starting off thinking about death but the only real certainty in life is that one day we won't be in here anymore, right? But our legacy will be. So let's take a moment to think about what you would like the most important people in your world to say about you when you're not here anymore. What would you like your children to say? What would you like your husband or partner to say? How about your family or your friends? What would you like the people whose lives you've touched to say? Get really quiet and imagine the people that matter most to you speaking about you. What words do you hope they'll use? What do you hope they're feeling? What do you hope will make them smile when they remember you? Perhaps what life lessons have they learned from you? Not just from your words, but from the way that you lived your life. This can help you to start uncovering your why, the things that you want to be known and remembered for. Now let's think a little bit about you. Imagine yourself at 90 years old, perhaps coming to the end of your life, sitting on the beach with the sun warming your skin, the sound of the waves lapping at the shore. How do you want to feel about the life that you've lived? What do you want to look back on? What do you want to have accomplished? What's gonna matter the most to you. Take some time to reflect on the answers to these questions and then start to look at the threads that unify them. What patterns emerge for you? Maybe there's some specific patterns that flow between all of these areas, but just notice what arises. Don't let inner perfectionism stop you. Just be curious and have a play with what this could look like for you as a potential future. One of the reasons that exercises like these are so powerful is that when we think forward into our future, the drama of our day-to-day -day just falls away. It's so easy to get caught up in our thoughts and feelings about small things and lose sight of the bigger picture. Getting perspective is a great way to start uncovering what really matters to us. When we live our lives honouring those things, it becomes easier to find balance and contentment. 
So hopefully after taking some time to complete the exercises we've just done, you'll start to have an idea of the what, the passions that make you sparkle and the why, maybe your purpose, your calling, some kind of meaning that drives you or a need that you want to fulfill in some way. But I can hear you asking, hey Michelle, what about the how in all this? Well, the how is the way that we live our lives honouring our passions and our purpose. The how can be our career, our business, volunteering, mentoring, writing, sharing, teaching, or the way we live and the values that we live by. In an ideal designed life, live with intention, we would combine our passions with our purpose in some way and ideally make a living doing it. That might not yet be possible, we might not quite know how to make it reality, but we can begin to prioritise our passions, uncover our purpose, integrate these things into our lives and recognise the difference to how it makes us feel. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know your time is valuable and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me today. I hope these exercises have been fun and I would love to hear what comes out of that for you, your purpose, your passions, and how maybe you might change things in your life as a result. Next week, I'm really excited to welcome Karen Martin to the show. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on her inspiring interview. Before I go, I would love you to join us in the Ideal Life Club Facebook community, a supportive space I've created on Facebook for ambitious women who want to grow themselves as well as their businesses. To find out more and join us, head over to michellereevescoaching.com forward slash Ideal Life Club. And of course, I'll put all the links in the show notes. And finally, if you like this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes so that more amazing women get to hear the podcast. In the meantime, until next week, be positive, be powerful, be productive, and keep fast-tracking your ideal life. Bye for now. Yeah.